Can you hear me okay, George? Now, let's have it, Steve. What about this monster story of yours? Well, it's big and terrible. It's more frightening than I ever thought possible. You realize your story's front page all over the country. We want to know what's being done about this monster. Well, here's your headline. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Wrestling POV. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel, Rick Surround the Third. Hey, people! And, of course, our, our uh, fabulous intern, Miguel Cole. Hello! Mr. Tony, is he here? Is he here? I'm so yes. excited! <laughs> He's here. He's here. He's here. <laughs> all right, so uh, now we've all been waiting all week. We've been teasing it on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram about the Iceman Cometh. Basically, what it is, he's our new co-host, and he's here right now. The Iceman, Jojo. Welcome to the show. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what a macho man impression. There you go. Glad to be here. <laughs> All right. So, what are you what are you looking forward to most about being on the show? Well, it's it's an honor to be here and share my knowledge with you, Tony and Rick. And and how how can you forget Al Miguel? Yeah, I was over gonna there. say you can't forget Miguel. You know, so <laughs> you guys are all big wrestling fanatics, and I am too. So it's gonna be a great oh, show. Yeah. So all right. So uh, you ready? Yes, I'm. All right. Let's get ready to talk wrestling. First, let's go with the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we get into the news, let's talk about some birthdays. Happy birthday, Alex Riley, turning 35 years young. Mm-hmm. Alex Riley, looking like Triple H, man. Don't you think? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I would I, say I, so. I would yeah, say I so. I don't know where he's going with that, but good luck to you, Alex Riley. <laughs> um, Titus O'Neil turns thirty-nine. Oh wow! I didn't that think is, he was... Yeah, that's shocking. Like I didn't think he was that old. <laughs> I didn't either. Hoorah! Mr. USA. Mr. USA, Tony Atlas. No yep. kidding. Wow. How wait, how sixty two? Sixty two. He oh, still wow. looks good. He's still yeah, he's still jacked. He yeah. He's still phenomenal, jacked. man. Yeah. Yeah. Um Isaac Yankum DDS turns forty nine <laughs> years old. AKA Kane. AKA Kane. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wait, forty three? Forty nine. Forty nine? Yeah. Jeez. I knew he was in his 40s, but I didn't think it was that late. Yeah, I didn't think it was that that high up. Wow. All right. And our last but not John Cena is 39 years old. Wow. We haven't seen a lot of him. He's supposed to be coming back. So we'll see. Uh, happy birthday, John Cena. <laughs> On to the news. Eric Young has made his NXT debut yep. at the NXT tapings, and he challenged Samoa Joe for the title. Hmm, interesting. I think it's very interesting. Very I interesting. I like it. Oh, I, I do, too. I do, too. It didn't air, though, this past Wednesday, right? No, no, it's the Next taping. Week. Oh, it's the taping? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. So that, that's very, very interesting. I want to see where they go with that. Yeah. I'm, gl- yeah, I'm happy to see Eric Young. Yep. Um, the payback pre-show match has been announced. Ryback versus Kalisto for the U.S. title. Oh, wow. Ryback has finally returned since Mania last week on SmackDown. Mr. Rick, Mr. Rick, 
Celtic over here. <laughs> Fight back, he beat Kalisto on SmackDown, and it was crazy. How does he not win the championship? Miguel, we went over this on a SmackDown <laughs> breakdown on our Facebook page, Wrestling POV Podcast, where it was a non-title match. Yes, but he beat him. Come on, Tony, wait, come on. Is it a non-title match? What kind of sense is that? I don't know, Miguel. You know, we'll, we'll, we're going to make some predictions later on in the show, so maybe, Miguel, you can chime in on that too, okay? Okay, okay, okay. All right, sounds good. <laughs> All right, on to more news. Did you guys ever look at R-Truth and say, man, I wish I could dress up like R-Truth? No, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you out there listening, if you wanted to dress like R-Truth, now you can because he's starting his own clothing line. Are you serious, oh, really? Wow. Yep. Like true. what? Baggy jeans Baggy and Baggy jeans and a, and a, and a <laughs> tank top? There yep. you go. Wow. Alright. Hey. Um, WWE is cracking down on account sharing on the WWE network. I so if that. you're sharing your account, you will get an error message that says stream limit exceeded. Wow. Well, there goes your 999. But I also heard too that they're going to give an option to where if you want it to have it on multi, you know, multiple med- uh, devices, that you pay like an extra five bucks or something like well, that. Well, yeah, so, ain't too bad then. No, no, it's not. It won't be too bad. But of course, it's them making more right. money out of us, you know. So yeah. yeah. They also said um, they're going to also add for like twelve ninety nine. You can add Monday Night Raw and SmackDown a day de- on a day delay. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's not bad then. I mean, for some people that don't have cable or don't mm-hmm. want cable but still want to be able to watch it, yeah, that would be good for them. So, I yep. mean, they watch it a day late, but hey. Serious news here an arrest warrant was issued for the brother of Dolph Ziggler on aggravated murder charges. Dang. They say, like. He attempted to rob a Marine veteran who ended up shooting and killing. My question is why are you robbing people, bro? Exactly. <laughs> Wow, and a Marine veteran, too, on top of that? Yep. What is wrong with you? Right, right. That's Did crazy. this happen like a month ago or so, Rick, or something like that, I heard? Yeah, it was a couple of months ago, but yeah. now they finally got the warrant together. They right. got enough evidence against them. Unreal. Speaking of crazy, a man walked into a Ring of Honor event with chocolate bars strapped <laughs> to his chest, <laughs> claiming it to be a bomb. What? They evacuated the event. And he was shot. He is living, though. <laughs> oh, my God. But are you crazy? What are you doing? <laughs> Why would you strap? I mean, was he trying to sneak in food? Is that what it was? Or No, he was Maybe trying he got a to chocolate that fetish. A bomb. <laughs> That's a weird fetish, man. But he strapped it to make it look like a bomb? Yeah. Oh, my God. Jay. What the? <laughs> wow. I, I've heard it all now. Well, yeah. my last bit of news here we have a new champ the twitter finger champ twitter finger champ that means yes someone that goes on twitter likes to argue with people and they only do it on twitter and that (laughs) twitter finger champ is tyler breeze what (laughs) tyler breeze gets his first major championship as he was arguing with a fan on twitter about his popularity on superstars probably the only championship he's gonna get (laughs) exactly (laughs) that's sad the fan was arguing no one watches superstars and tyler breeze was like half the world does bro (laughs) i mean don't even get into this argument yeah. Why? Why? Uh, yeah. Why put yourself out there for that? 
Unreal. So, uh, well, congratulations, I guess, to Tyler Breeze. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well deserved, Tyler Breeze. Way to go, man. <laughs> All right, so now on to the rumors. Um, it looks like they're still going to do the brand split. Um, not, yeah, there's nothing still confirmed yet. It's still up in the air. But the way it went down on Raw, it looks like uh, you know, it looks like it might happen. You know, with the decision that Vince McMahon has to make uh, come this Sunday uh, at Payback. So yeah, we just have to wait and see. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait and see. I still think uh, from the prediction I made uh, on Mania, I still think that's what's gonna end up happening somehow, some way. You know, where it's gonna be Shane running Raw, probably Stephanie running SmackDown. And then, you know, Triple H is going to get, you know, like in the mix and bring up his NXT guys as a, as a, uh, an invasion. So, yep. you know, I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully it does. It happens this Sunday. All right. Now, Jack Swagger apparently had his last match in Glasgow. I mean, I don't know how much of it's true, but on his Twitter page, he tweeted, best job I ever had last day. And there was a picture of the Glasgow uh, stadium doors. And that was it. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. He, they haven't taken him off of uh, the, the website, so I don't know. We'll see. Now, uh, right on to, to SmackDown, uh, apparently uh, during the Ambrose Asylum uh, segment, uh, <laughs> that Ric Flair, it was Ric Flair, sorry, Ric Flair, Charlotte, and Natalia, and towards the end of the segment, um, Ric Flair told Natalia to go kill herself. Yeah, I heard about that. You heard about that? Yeah. That crazy. Well, obviously He's crazy, that's, man. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's not going to be, you know, aired. You know, I'm pretty sure <laughs> they're going to cut that part of it out. But, Rick, my man, what are you doing? <laughs> I think he gets going so much he doesn't even know what he's saying. I think so. Time. It's like. Is that anxiety uh, kicks in? That's it. You know, the, well, he, I think he needs to elbow his jacket a few more times. <laughs> yeah, you know, because holy Jesus, man, what is wrong with you? you I know? think if you want to get Bret Hart involved, that's, that's the way to get him involved. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but speaking of Bret uh, Hart, uh, that's a good segue. Um, now he's saying that he's not really interested in. Appearing, he says he's only doing it because of Natalia. That's it. He doesn't feel like being there. He doesn't want it to be there. And uh, he also said some other things about the the way uh, wrestling is going mm-hmm. now and this and that. But he's only doing it because of Natalia, and that's it. So it's it's just it's unfortunate. I like Bret Hart, and I know you're a big fan, Rick. I yeah. love Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> so. But that's all I got. So you got the injuries. Yes, the we Iceman do. Iceman JoJo, his first injury report. Take it away. <laughs> well, first on the list, we got Bray Wyatt. Originally, he was supposed to be out four to six weeks, but now they're saying it's going to be six to eight weeks. And he's uh, he's nursing that calf injury. Is he? Yeah. And we got Neville. He's still out, and they're saying about three months for him. And he's got that uh, broken ankle. It is broke. I thought wasn't it like a like a ligament or something? It could be a ligament, but you know, uh-huh. I thought it was a broken ankle there. Uh-huh. Randy Orton, he's still nursing that shoulder injury, and he's expected to return by SummerSlam. Uh-huh. And John Cena supposedly is still nursing his shoulder, but you know we all saw him at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. And there was a tweet, uh, I think, a couple days ago where they said. Uh, he might. He's supposed to be on the Monday edition of Raw that's on Memorial Day. On yeah. Memorial Day Raw, yeah. Yeah, and then of course Seth Rollins is still out uh, with that torn ACL and MCL, 
and he's expected back by SummerSlam. That'll be a good SummerSlam. Yeah, bro. it would. I'm yeah. telling you, right? That'd yeah, be a really be. good SummerSlam, sure. So, all right. So now, if anybody out there you want, you need some questions, or you have, you know, about the show or what's going on with wrestling, you can always reach us at Wrestling POV Podcast on Facebook. You can reach us at Wrestling POV on Twitter. On Instagram is Wrestling POV One. And on iTunes, we are Wrestling POV. And also, while you're there, mark a rating for us. You know, every rating counts, and it brings us, you know, up higher in the in the, in the chain, and we'll become number one eventually. I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. Just a matter of time. <laughs> Just a matter of time. We'll make it. I, I know we will. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to a commercial. We got Joanne Randles. Uh, she's the director and producer of the biopic film Adrian, The Life of Adrian Street. Um, she's going to be here with us for a lovely interview all the way from the UK. So we're going to go on a commercial break, so we'll be right back. Calvary Contracting is locally owned family business that takes pride in working on a higher standard, specializing in kitchen and bathroom remodeling. Check us out before you plan your next home or office project. For more information about our services, log on to calvaryservice.com. You can also like us on Facebook at Calvary Contracting. Give us a call at 518-669-6583. That's 518-669-6583. How can we serve you? And welcome back. Today we got a very special guest with us. Uh, she is from the UK, so she's joining us via Skype. Her name is Joanne Randles. She is the director and, and producer for the biopic drama Adrian, featuring the exotic one, Adrian Street. And uh, she's with us right now. Say hello, Joanne. Hello. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Now, I have a bunch of questions because Adrian Street, he was uh, a guy I followed when I was a little boy. And he interests me because he was so flamboyant and a very odd character. What made you decide to do this biopic drama? Well, to be honest with you, like you're saying, his uh, his character is probably one small component that attracted to me, wanted to make a film about him. Um, initially, I was looking for a film to make. Um, I guess that's one of the things that a lot of artists say, they're just looking for that inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, However, I'd worked on a lot of projects and I just wanted to try and find a project that I could not only relate to, but, you know, as a creative, just just immerse myself within a production. Um, mm-hmm. So it so happened that myself and my partner uh, were at a Manchester Art Gallery and there was this exhibition and it included Adrian Street. Um, oh, wow. I had no idea who Adrian was before <laughs> I went there and... I certainly wasn't a wrestling fan. However, I seem to have been converted since. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the exhibition included, like, um, it was a video on his story. Um, it was it was just, let's say, it was incredible um, for a number of different reasons. Uh, I relate this production very much to a Billy Elliot story. I don't know whether you know of uh, the feature film that was made quite a few years ago called Billy Elliot about a young boy who was a... Who was from a quite a let's say fairly strict family who mm. wanted to be a ballet dancer and was told no 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 well basically adrian's story was very similar to that but it was a true story oh, wow. um adrian when he was 16 he ran away from home um from a little village in wales called Bryn Mawr in the valleys uh so literally 
out in the middle of nowhere. Um, so he ran away from home, rebelled from his uh, community and family who were pushing him to become a coal miner uh, to pursue his dreams to become a wrestler, uh, which was completely unheard of, really, <laughs> uh, particularly coming from you know a small Welsh mining community. Uh, so Adrian, being Adrian and very strong-minded, um, went to London uh, to pursue his dreams. And as I say, what's incredible about this story is not just him for who he is and the the kind of path that he set in terms of the wrestling scene, but just his ambitions alone and to do, you know, just to, to pursue your dreams wholeheartedly um, in the 1950s, mm-hmm. uh, particularly when these days, you know, we take for granted public transport and such like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, his story is just truly incredible, just even from the outset right through. Um, he certainly set a benchmark throughout his life. So, yeah, it's, um, I mean, research is ongoing. Every time I speak to Adrian, there's always a new story, which I feel I need to jot down just because it adds that much depth to him as a person, as much as what makes him a character and why he's become who he is today. Right. So, yeah, it's it's, um, it's certainly exciting. And uh, I'm definitely very proud to be, you know, working on a project that's, hopefully going to inspire a lot of people worldwide, not just wrestling fans, but, oh. you know, yeah. you know, my next, next door neighbour or whoever, <laughs> whether they get into wrestling afterwards or even whether it just, you know, elevates them as an individual just through his ambitious story, really. Right, yeah. It's, 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 um, now, now, did you contact, how did you contact him? How was you able to get a hold of him? Was and was he surprised? <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, um, I wasn't really sure how I was going to go about contacting him. Uh, so, like all things, you do your research, right. and I was fortunate to have been able to have been given a contact, uh, through a contact, and uh, it was just sheer luck, to oh, be wow. honest with you, since I talked to him nearly on a weekly basis, and yeah, it's gone from there, really. Nice, nice. Now, I mean, so you spent some time with him, right? Yes, via Skype, yes. Oh, via Skype. Okay, so what, what is he like? Is he really... Like that uh, flamboyant type character that he plays on TV? Is he really like that in real life? I mean, did he rub you that way or was to he be just. Honest with you, he's a very modest, lovely man. Right. And that's me being truly honest. And I know that, you know, a lot of people must be thinking, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> is he really eccentric? Is he this? Is he that? But truly, he's a really, really lovely, down to earth person who's got a heart of gold um and he puts a lot into everything that he does and honestly i I don't think i could speak higher of him honestly he's he's a really really lovely person um yeah wow now he's he's still married with uh miss linda right yes nice yeah that's a long time there (laughs) and she was his valet back in the day too Yes. So yes, she now, was. is he still doing like indie wrestling, or because I've seen on his Facebook page, I've seen him posting pictures of some matches that he had, and then I saw one where they, um, I think he said it was like his retirement match, but then I saw more after that. So uh, is he still wrestling, or is he retired? No, no, he's retired from wrestling now. Um, so he retired. I guess it would be a couple of years ago now. He retired. Um, so yeah, he. Uh, he kept going for quite a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was still doing the flamboyant, you know, exotic one, Adrian Street. Of course, yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, Rick, you had a question? Yeah, Joanne, Rick here. Um, 
Now, to my understanding, I heard that his whole flamboyant persona happened by accident. Is this true? Um, I guess you could say so. Um, although with Adrian, you know, as I say, as a person, he's always been very strong-minded in what he wants to do in life. And uh-huh. I, I guess in some stances, what he did was a way of him being able to stand out from a lot of the other people. Um, a lot of the other wrestlers that he was up against um, and the only way to do that and particularly when you think about a very conservative 1960s Britain yeah. uh, was yeah. to do what he did mm-hmm. um, so you know several things you've got to look at I mean he he wanted to become a professional wrestler but all his life he had been told you know no you can't do this you're too this you're too that you know uh, among many other things so he I believe, tried to create something that was different, that made him stand out from all of his opponents. Oh, yeah, um, he did. <laughs> they're blonde, which is quite extreme. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, and then elaborating on that and blowing kisses to the crowd. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it was unheard of. And how audiences reacted to that, you can take in two ways. I mean, initially it was negative, yeah. but he turned the negative into a positive. Uh, so it worked. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he inspired many wrestlers: Ric Flair, Jesse mm-hmm. Ventura, Goldust, like a lot of guys yeah. that are considered Hall of Famers. This man set it for them, and um, I just thought, I thought it was amazing. Um, did he ever mention about like who he thought was his like greatest rival in the ring? To be honest with you, no. I think he. I think if you get to speak with Adrian, the real Adrian, mm-hmm. who he is. I think his biggest opponent was making sure that he became the person that he is. Oh, wow, yeah. So he was always setting himself, he was also always raising the bar for himself, if that makes sense. And oh, I think yeah. having, doing what he did, you know, and expanding on that and developing that character, as I say, it worked. And he is, as I say today, he is a very, still, a very humble and lovely person. Um, and really does I don't know he's there's just so many stories that I could go into and it's yeah yeah <laughs> alright so now let's go back to the uh, the biopic drama um, where are you at with it when's it going to come out where can we see it and all the other information you can give us all the very exciting questions um, <laughs> most of which I'm sure that you'll have to uh, call me up again okay. and have a chat over <laughs> more than welcome to um, but we're currently in development, so that means that it's the it's the most important part of the film production process. Oh, yeah. um, making films isn't easy, um, <laughs> despite a lot of people that just think that, hey, you're making movies in the cinemas next week. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't quite work like that, <laughs> as much as I wish it could. Um, so, yeah, we've currently got a script, which we're developing further, obviously, to make it correct. Part of my... Um, my outlook for this film is I want to keep everything very real and very true and powerful. Right. So I don't want it just to be for wrestling fans. I want it to be for a wider audience oh, nice. uh, to be able to relate to it. And equally, I want it to be true to Adrian as a person and his life story. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the script is currently being finessed, as it were. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so we've got that. Uh, we're looking at locations, um, checking out studio space. We do have um, a lot of interest from finances, which we're currently going through at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it is a very real film. I can't go into too much depth right. at this stage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is 
very real. So um, uh, the projected time would be about what you figure? As I say, filmmaking isn't as straightforward as who is going to be in the cinema next week. So okay. um, ideally, I'd like us to be finished in the post-production by the end of 2017 okay. with hopefully a release in 2018. Nice. Um, that's all down to who we can get as a distributor and mm-hmm. and that's a whole other ball game altogether. But ideally, as I say, I'd like the film to be completed by 2017, the end of 2017. So, fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I, I will be looking forward to, to seeing it myself. And, and it's like I said, I've been a fan of his since I was a little boy when I first started watching wrestling. And just the way his character was, and he wasn't a very tall man. He was a uh, he was a uh, I don't want to say you know short either. It's, you know that's not a proper comment, but you know he wasn't a big guy, but he was a husky guy. Now, do you know if? Uh, but with speaking with him, you know, because that would be considered a, a cruiserweight. I would have to say yes. And yeah. Now, did he consider himself as a cruiserweight, or...? To be honest with you, I haven't gone into too much depth about his weight or um, anything like that. I, I, so I don't even go into too much depth about this. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't think about it too much away. Yeah, because um, I, I tell you, because the way he put himself out there in the ring, he didn't act like he was a cruiserweight. He acted like he was beyond a heavyweight, that you couldn't touch him. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Adrian's attitude to... And you guys know this. Um, Adrian's attitude was just like all or nothing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. it worked for him. Now, yes, I'm, <laughs> now let me ask you a question: Are you a wrestling fan? I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am rapidly becoming one. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you watching WWE? Are you catching up with the current uh, wrestling? I'm catching up with it. That and TNA. Wow! Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm 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 getting involved. <laughs> I feel like I'm like an adopted fan at the moment. So I'm hoping to get my fully fledged certificate at the end. Of it. <laughs> we'll gladly take you in. There you go. So all right, awesome, awesome. But so you're gonna keep us posted on the uh, wrestling uh, POV Facebook page? Yes, certainly. All right, awesome. All right, that's all I have. Rick, do you have anything? I just got to say thank you for being a part of this. I really appreciate it. And good luck with everything on the movie. We'll be waiting. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much, Joanne. We're going to go into commercial break, and we will be right back. Calvary Contracting is locally owned family business that takes pride in working on a higher standard, specializing in kitchen and bathroom remodeling. Check us out before you plan your next home or office project. For more information about our services, log on to calvaryservice.com. You can also like us on Facebook at Calvary Contracting. Give us a call at 518-669-6583. That's 518-669-6583. How can we serve you? All right, and we're back. She was such a nice lady. She was such a nice, lovely lady. So nice. You know, yeah. I can't so wait nice. for this to come out. It's going to be really, really good. Great, great um, interview. I mean, the thing is, you know, you know, we said it during the interview is that you know, with uh, with Adrian Street, he set the the standard for a lot of people like Goldust yeah. and. You know, Dolph Ziggler, you know, because I'm sorry to say, Dolph Ziggler, you know, he's imitating uh, Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. you know, but Shawn Michaels and them, they all got this flamboyancy from him. Yeah. You know, all these, all these narcissistic things happen from Adrian Street. So I would really like to see this 
you know movie go through and uh she's going to be filming in the state soon too so if that happens i want to take a nice trip over there so definitely it's gonna definitely. be a lot of fun so all right let's go straight on to raw notes whoops i gotta get it there all right so <laughs> now it was a nice thing they did right before raw went on the air they showed a nice little memory of china um, at first, I was kind of like, all right, well, that's it. You know, I thought they should have done more, which they ended up doing later on. Now, I want to—I was a little bit angry, a little bit, because it took her for her to pass away for the WWE yeah. to do something nice like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's like they're, now they're finally recognizing Yeah, exactly. You know, that's before she was an outcast, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's and now what it's I'm like, saying. oh, look at China, you know? But yeah, it's then, too bad. I mean, do you agree, Rick? Or? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, it was, it, like I said, it really hurt me, and I know a lot of fans agree. This was a horrible thing, man. It wasn't dying to recognize her. And even Stone Cold said, it's not good enough to put in the whole thing now. And even Mick Foley, he says... It doesn't matter because the real Hall of Fame is in all of us. That's true. So, yes. So I, I appreciate that from Mick, but like, it sucks that it took this to to ha- to actually to ha- recognize her. Yeah, you know. Exactly. And that's that's why, like, when I was looking at it, it was really nicely done. The video package they mm-hmm. did of her, but I was like disgusted at the same time. You know, I was like, you know, you guys, it's like to me, it's like they tried to stay face. I guess. Right. And I, I just didn't, you know, I didn't appreciate it from them, but I did appreciate the video itself. Yes. So, you know, it was a nice thing, I thought. But at the same time, I was kind of a little bit upset that it took for this to happen in yeah. order for none to do that. Not, that's not right. So we'll see. She'll be in the Hall of Fame next year. So we'll see what happens. Uh, now, Shane comes out again. <laughs> and it, it's because of the fans again. He's yeah. in charge of Raw. <laughs> so, you know, I... It's making me really wonder now. You know why they why they even did that match at WrestleMania? That's what I'm saying. It's like did did he win? <laughs> exactly. He you know, Rick, you said the same thing. <laughs> I saw it. He won. He, he, he won, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> so, needless to say, fine. He's running raw. I kind of dig it anyway. Yeah. You know, so that's good. So uh, now Stephanie's music hits, and she comes out and states that basically this is going to be his last time running raw, and bunch of other things happened which was like okay come on get to the point what's going on um she basically said that vince will decide on payback who will run raw so obviously the crowd started getting behind shane so that's a good thing yeah you know what i'm saying so that's a good thing if they would have kept quiet and said oh really and then of course shane did the old uh wrestling thing where it's you know boo the bad guy cheer the good guy <laughs> and so that was pretty neat it was kind of funny though no, I thought that was cool. Oh, I, I, I thought it was funny as hell. Yeah, it, was, it was funny, you know, how he played to the crowd like yeah, that. Yeah, But um, then uh, she was trying to come out, trying to act like, you know, you need to leave or whatever. And Shane was like, uh, last I knew, I'm in charge. So <laughs> you get out. <laughs> so, But actually, one of the security guards yeah. there is uh, Travis Gordon. He's on my Facebook. He's an indie wrestler from oh, really? so, yeah, he, was, he, was, he was putting up the pictures on Facebook, and I'm laughing. I was like, I didn't even recognize Not, not the one that got beat up there. Yeah. It was always the one that got beat up. Travis, my man, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. You got smacked sorry up about that, buddy. in your first appearance. So. <laughs> so that was the end of that segment. So the um, basically the match after that, it was AJ versus Sheamus. So good. So good. What? That match was so good, Tony. <laughs> it was long and dragged yeah. out. 
Yes, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. It, I hated it. it was okay. I'm not gonna say it was great, oh, but I said it was okay. Terrible, man. It was long. <laughs> uh, me personally, Seamus is just a boring character. Mm. Oh, yes, he's a boring character, man. He's he's the Celtic warrior, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's boring. <laughs> he needs. I don't know. I mean. Well, maybe him and the Von Villain should get together. Oh, then. Jesus. <laughs> He's white enough. He could get in. Yeah, yeah. You know? right. <laughs> so, but uh, during the match, I mean, AJ ended up winning, which is good. But during that match, towards the end of it, Gallows and Anderson was on top of the stage just watching. Didn't do anything. They were just watching. So, you know, the only thing that I'm glad about this match is the fact that, you know, it was, it was against Sheamus, who is a tough opponent, you know, but... It, anything could have happened to where Seamus could have won. But at the same time, you look at it, and he had Gallows and Anderson. So you knew those guys were going to interfere, because yeah. then that would have started a new storyline with them. Mm-hmm. So to have AJ win clean like that, I thought that was pretty neat. That was the only thing good about that match. So No, you know, listen, the, <laughs> the Irish curse backbreaker, that's one of my favorite moves. You don't like that move? No, I don't. Oh, man. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I just don't like Shane. <laughs> that he needs a total transformation. And, yeah. and what? He needs a bone through the nose. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the thing of it is, this is his second transformation. Yeah, yeah. You know the first one. You know he had the regular style do. He had just a little. You know he had the mustache and a goatee. I think right. Yeah. And he had a goatee. And then now the transformation was he had a mohawk. He had a beard that mm-hmm. was braided. Don't get that. Never seen that before. But you know. I mean, it's that was his transformation, but it was still the same character. That's why everybody kept saying, you look stupid, because yeah. he does yeah. look stupid. You look stupid. So, I'm sorry, Rick. I don't I don't like it. He needs to another total, or maybe become babyface. Maybe that'll help. I don't know. I think he was better as a babyface. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I could see it, but I, I think he's better off as a babyface than him. He's a brawler, man. I like him either way. He's just a... a Physical monster. He's a brawler. I'll take it. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Now, New Day comes out. They cut another promo. Uh, what the, What the cool thing is, though, is that they pay a little homage to Prince, which I thought was pretty neat. Yeah, um, cool. Yeah, and then the Vaude Villains comes out, uh, stating that they will be the number one contenders at Payback. And uh, I think they were down. Yeah, they were down the, by the ringside. And then uh, Big Cass and Enzo comes out, and they do their promo. And... Uh, of course, their promos are off the hook. I love their <laughs> promos. He's a genius on the mic. Oh, my God. But, unfortunately, in my opinion, that whole thing was a waste of time. What uh, was, I mean, I get that they're trying to set it up, that the, the match at Payback is going to be um, the Vaude Villains versus uh, Enzo and, and Big Cass. And to have the new they there. So, I get that. You know, I get that's what's going to... These guys are involved, you know, but... It was just a waste of time. It was a waste of a segment. Yeah, I mean, we already knew they were gonna. That match was going on, so they're just trying to trash talk each other, and, you yeah. know, create some tension there. But yeah, but if you really look, think about it too. New Day's a face. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're faces now. You know, they're baby faces. All villains were the only heel there. So I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's just too many faces, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could have, you could have had them. You could have had them jump the more villains, yeah. all five of them, and then have a stare down at the end of it all. Yeah, yeah, something physical mm-hmm. should have happened. Yeah, that would have yeah. made more sense. Yeah, because then that way, because then at least WWE could read the crowd too to say, okay, 
all right, this works then. So, you know, to have the Villains versus the New Day, okay, that works. Or Big and you know, Big Cass and Enzo, yeah, that works. You know, mm-hmm. so, all right, Villains, you're out. You know what I'm saying? Something right. like that. I don't know. Was, to me, it was just a waste of time. So now they cut to the back and they show Gallus and Anderson are seen coming out of AJ Styles' locker room. So they're like, rest- Yeah, that's why I was like, hmm, <laughs> interesting. All right. All right. Now, now the thing is, you guys got to remember, too, back in Japan, they beat down AJ mm-hmm. before he left. Mm-hmm. Yep. You remember that, right? Yeah, yeah. So if I don't know if you guys heard, but they, they like Gallows especially, he's made a few comments about, hey, let's talk about what happened back there in, in New Japan. Did you, you remember yeah, hearing yeah. him say that? the first segment? Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. But he said it in the multiple multiple occasions, though, mm-hmm. and they keep bringing that back. So it might lead to what's going to happen later on in the show when we talk when we give our predictions on payback. But just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Just keep that in mind. All right. So now, but later on, they were wrestling against the Usos. Um, actually, they did wrestle against the Usos. What do you guys think of that? Was that way done way too early, or should that have been at payback? That match should have been at payback. I think. But that match also sucked, so thank God it wasn't on payback. I have to agree with Rick there. Really? You <laughs> 100%, like yeah, yeah. You know what? I thought it was a decent match. <laughs> oh my God. But I do, I do agree. I, I just, I just wish it was more of a buildup. You know what I'm saying? Like either have the Usos attack him in the back, or vice versa. Or, yeah. You know, to really get Anderson and, and Gallows going on as far as them being a heel, mm-hmm. because right now you look at them as a heel, but every time they they're hanging with AJ, it's like, all right, so are they or not? You know, right, so yeah. it's starting to get a little bit confusing, and I just wish they 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 did a lot more, you know, of a build up. You know, to me, there wasn't much of a build-up. So, you know... Now, go ahead. now, do you think that the Usos... Because the Usos got booed. They got yes. Uso sucks chance. Yep. Now, do you think that's because of the guy uh, Anderson and Gallows? Or are you people just getting sick of the Usos? I think people are getting sick of the Usos. I really do. And they're hanging with Roman Reigns. And they are. That's right. They are hanging <laughs> so, with Roman Reigns. That and, could and, be a factor. It, yeah, and... and who knows? I mean, to me, honestly, I wish all three of them turned heel. Yeah, yeah. That would benefit them all, you know, because I'm sorry to say the Usos are losing their little mojo. <clears throat> and in the ring, in the ring, I don't like the way they fight. They, When they're about to get hit, they're already falling before someone even gets yeah. near them. And they botch a lot of moves mm-hmm. because of that, because they don't want to get hit. Yeah. So you're wrestling, bro. You're going to get hit. That's <laughs> yep. true. That's true. So, during that match, the winners ended up being uh, Gallus and Anderson. Uh, they kept on beating up on the Usos, and then Roman Reigns' music hits, mm-hmm. and he came out to a big round of booze. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. It was it was bad, man. I felt bad for him. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he started to clean house, and it was it got even worse. Yeah. You know, it got even worse. I, I don't, you know, I've, I've said this in... A few episodes already about the fact that they, you know, stop criticizing uh, Roman about his promos and just just watch him as a performer. But yeah. to me, it looks like it's affecting him as a performer. Yeah, in the ring, you know what I'm saying? It really does, and you can tell it bothers him, man. It's like I don't know, man. I like Roman. I do. His promos still do suck, but no, you know what? No, I'm going to change that. He's been getting better. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he has he's improving. He's improving. He's getting better. Come on. What do you got, Rick? What do you got, Rick? I wrote this down. I wrote this down. 
<laughs> Backstage, Roman Reigns and the Usos. Sometimes the one needs helps from the all. And then Roman responds, sometimes the all needs help, help from, from the, the one. one. That was deep. <laughs> Are you serious, bro? Yeah. They're not getting better. <laughs> I think he's still getting better. <laughs> I think the WWE is going to turn this guy quick or something's going to happen. But, I mean, I don't... It could happen. I don't know when. Yeah. The way the storylines are heading to, especially when you got you got Cena coming back and then you got Rollins coming back. You know, Bray Wyatt's going to be coming back soon and, and actually Randy Orton's going to be back mm-hmm. soon. Where is this all going to fit in? Right. You know, so they got to figure out really quick where Roman Reigns is going to be a heel or a face. If you're going to make him face, they they got they to me they still got a lot of work to do. Yeah, cuz it ain't working as a it's, face, that's uh, for especially sure. Especially now they have him against <clears throat> AJ at the pay-per-view. It's not yeah. helping him any. It really isn't. So, all right, so that was the end of that. Um now it was Sami Zayn versus Rusev with Lana there. And there was a lot of rumors going out that the League of Nations were going to split. Do you hear anything about that? Yeah, I thought they did. When? Uh, not on Raw. On SmackDown. 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 Yeah. Really? Was it a pre-show or or did they show that backstage clip or something? Oh no, they all walked. Um, Del Rio and Rusev walked out on Sheamus. Mm, yeah. That's it. Well, look at that. They split up. So, <laughs> you know that. But onto the Sami Zayn and Rusev, the match was okay. It was a little too long yeah. to me. I don't know. To me, it's like they're dragging uh, Rusev down. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was terrible to have him lose to Zayn. Exactly. I mean, if, if Zayn loses, he doesn't lose anything. Exactly, yeah. Rusev losing by schoolboy. Put that on the board. <laughs> that, that messes him up, man. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Especially now that they're splitting him up. And then he's yeah. got Lana back. I mean, even during that match, they were shouting, we want Lana. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's... I, I did not agree. As much as I do like Sami Zayn, but, you know, it's funny because right in my notes, I have uh, winner Sami Zayn with a schoolboy. So, <laughs> <laughs> I did have that. I thought of you, Rick. <laughs> but, no, you're right, though. You know, with, with Sami's not going to hurt him. But mm. to me, with Rusev, I think that hurt him a lot. Yeah. Well, the best part of that match is when Lana started throwing her shoes at the yeah, Sammy Zane. That, that was funny. Um, Lana coming back, I think it was a week too early. You should have so? waited till after payback. Yeah. Mm. Or at payback, even. Or at payback, yeah. 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 But um, no, I mean, it was glad. To, it was good to see her back. Now, let me tell you something. The the new look of hers, do you like that better or the old look where she would come out in a suit and have the library button? Ooh, I, I like the old look. Really? Yeah. What about you, Rick? <laughs> I mean, I think it just expands on her being a wrestler, so I think it goes with it. I'm not, I don't mind either look. Either look is fine with me. Okay. Um, I think this one goes more with her wrestling. So because it's funny, because a lot of people on social media are saying that they like her old look better. Yeah. They don't like this new look of her. I don't know. I Did you know. like Rusev's new look? Yeah, the, the briefs. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Did, exactly. Yeah. Did people talk about that on social media. Sex is a That's right. I agree with you. So anyway, so after the match, Kevin Owens attacked Sammy, and all he did was just stare at him. So okay, a little bit more should have been done, but 
You should have did that during the match so loser could get the win. Exactly. Exactly. You know what? I I agree with you there because it's like I still I really agree with you because for Sammy's not gonna hurt him. Right. But to me, for Rusev it just did and that was one way they could have done it. Why why push Rusev down the ladder? Yeah, Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Wrestler, man, because when he first came out, they were making him out to be a beast. Mm -hmm. He was undefeated for Mm -hmm. how long? Until you met Cena in WrestleMania. Yeah, until yeah. you met Cena. And, and that was the, the, the really good thing about it is the fact that he was undefeated going into WrestleMania, facing John Cena. So that match could have went either way. Now they're making him, to me, it's like almost mid-cardish. You yeah, know? they're making so, him a jobber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost, almost. It's, it's, it's getting there. Mm-hmm. It's getting there. So now right into uh, Apollo Crews versus Stardust. Now do we really got to talk about it? <laughs> I just want to throw out. I think this was his best match. Apollo Cruz? Yeah. Really? I think it has a lot to do with Stardust. I could have. Yeah. You know what? Looking at it that way, I have to agree with you. But looking at it from where I was looking at it, it just didn't do nothing for me. I ended up playing Candy Crush, which is sad. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So. Well, I can tell you, Apollo Cruz, he's going to be something in the future. He is. He really you know? is. And and. I mean, do you think you guys think that this is a good way for him to start? No, I think he should go up with some bigger talents, maybe like a, you know, like a big show or something, you know. Or even maybe Rusev. Rusev, yeah, that would have been good, you know. Yeah. But now Rusev lost to Sami Zayn, so mm-hmm. do you really now? Do you really want to see that? Mm-hmm. I don't, not anymore. <laughs> but it would have been good that yeah. you know two beasts like them. Hell yeah, that would have been a really good match, but. Now, this guy moves around like he's Rey Mysterio, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, for a big dude and yeah. these backflips and everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, to me, it's a slow process. Yeah. And for somebody like him, you know, as a baby face, no, put him up with some really, really good talent because then, you know, it can really establish him as a good baby face. You know, he, he's got a million-dollar smile. Mm-hmm. You know, work with that. You know, as far as if it was like a heel like they did with Rusev, they put him in with, you know, mid-carters or right. low-card low talent, and they made him look like a beast, but that was because he was a, a heel. You know, he's not a heel. Put him up yeah. against somebody good, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, everybody yeah. knows who he is. Keep, let him build him up quicker that way. Don't put him up against guys like that or social outcasts. It's like yeah. they know he's going to win. Right, <laughs> right, know? yeah. So that's why I put on my nose. Do we really got to talk about it, you know? <laughs> But, you know, the winner ended up being Cruz. So, I like Cruz. Don't get me wrong. I just need, I think a, a different direction for him would be better. <laughs> so, now, Dean's promo equals boring. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was garbage. Garbage. I'm really uh. starting to dislike Dean. I'm sorry. I, I really am. I'm disliking him more and more and more. It's like, oh, my God, it's enough. So, now we go straight into Natalia. You guys on Rick? Uh, I was just gonna say the walls of Jericho on the table, man. That's brutal. Yeah, that was awesome. Are you, are you <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even a Jericho fan, but really? not a big Jericho fan. I, but I that was good. That was boring too. <laughs> it's like okay. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I was joking, Joe. <laughs> oh, oh well, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. You know, the way he tripped him up in there, and I just thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's Jericho. It could yeah. be. I don't know. Yeah, it could be because it's Jericho. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see how where that even goes. Um, they are fighting on payback, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so, they are. It might be a good match. 
I don't know. It might be. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, so now it was uh, Natty versus Emma with Charlotte at commentary. Uh, when it ended up being Natty, Rick, you're shaking your head. Why? Three-minute match for it was Emma. Three minute, yeah. It was supposed to be fighting Becky That's Lynch. right. How are you gonna? Right. There's so many girls back there. Yeah. Beat somebody else. Let her beat Alicia Fox. I, I was just about to say Alicia Fox. Yeah. <laughs> have her beat her. I mean, you know, she's still a contender, but at the same time, you can still use her for something like that. And you're right. With Emma getting ready to fight um, Becky Lynch, why would they, you're absolutely right? You know, I, I actually I did forget that she was fighting um, uh, Becky Lynch. So yeah, but you're right. It, it's. Uh, I, I wish it went longer. Even if Emma lost, if they still had Emma lose, you're right. Three minutes. It was a three-minute match. It could have went a little bit longer. And Emma controlled the whole match. Yeah. And uh, a sharpshooter out of nowhere. <laughs> you know, the only person that could do an out-of-nowhere finisher, and I'll be okay with it, is Randy Orton. No one yes. else. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe I got up to take a drink, and then the match was over. I came back. I'm like, what's oh, over already? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. What I miss? It was it was just way too quick, and especially like you said, Rick. You know, with Emma and her new look, you know, show her off a little bit longer. You know, I mean, she's a yeah. heel now. Everybody remembered her as the goofy oh, baby God. face. You know what I'm saying? That dancing. Oh, yeah, I thought it was hysterical. But <laughs> I thought and it was that hysterical. music. Oh, yeah. please. <laughs> you notice how they tweaked that up a little bit too? Yeah. You know. I liked it. I liked it. I, I dug it. It was pretty cool. But no, you're right. Should have went longer. Wrong opponent for uh, Natty going into payback, especially with Emma fighting uh, Becky Lynch. So yeah, you're right. So now uh, Baron Corbin comes out. This time Ziggler hits him from behind. Refs comes out. They break it up. Corbin storms off. So that went a little longer. Or what do you think? Um, your man Damian Sandow was gonna fight. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it, nothing happened. But you know what? The thing is weird. He still gets a big pop. Damn yeah. Sandow. Yeah. He still gets a big pop. Why aren't they not doing anything with him? When he was with the Miz, that was the funniest. See, I told you, Rick. The funniest stuff he ever. He oh, this was, this I love it. Last episode of Iceman. <laughs> 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 he's fired that after what? Oh, that was hysterical! I that was so funny. Oh, that was cool. I got to bring back Miss Dow. Yeah, they, or do something with the character. People yeah. still love his. Love he's definitely he's definitely underrated, man. Oh, oh God, yeah. If we did that segment, he'd definitely yeah, be underrated. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what is your dislike with, with uh, Sandow, Rick? I love Sandow when he first came out as a heel. The intellectual savior yeah. and stuff like that. You're welcome. But, yeah, that that I loved. I dug it. But the whole, it reminded me a lot of the genius, who I also had a lot of respect for. Okay. But mm -hmm. this whole Miz Dow thing, it was funny at first, but then it just, you know how WWE, they take this one thing that should last a couple of weeks, and they go, yep. you stretch go, it out. No, no, no. No, you're and, right there, but to me, it was funny because it was new material all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's what made it funny. That's what made it more so funny. So I didn't get bored watching it. Right, you didn't get bored watching right. it, even though he was technically doing the same thing, yeah. but yeah. it was different. It was different, so that's what made it funny to me. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I told. Thanks for bringing that up. I totally <laughs> forgot that Baron Corbin was supposed to fight uh, Sandow. But um, now, what do you think about that little segment? I mean, I don't think it. Was, I think it was short because the cameraman kept falling. Did you notice that? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get a clear shot of it, so I think 
it was supposed to go on longer, but the cameraman couldn't get his feet under him. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there, but uh, I, I think it was okay. You know, leading into the payback pay-per-view, yeah, yeah. it was good. It was a good film. It didn't so. need to be long. You know, I, no. I, I, I just get it over but with. But I liked it, too, because of the fact that uh, Baron Corbin jumped uh, Ziggler yeah. last week, and then this yeah. week it was Ziggler. So that's a good back-and-forth battle exactly. to keep the people guessing. So that's mm-hmm. I did dig that. So good, And I can't wait for that match. That's going to be a good match on, on Payback. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. So now, Miz TV segment. What do you guys think? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I, 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 do I really have to go there? I mean... Do you, do you, it's it was yeah, I, I can't I can't defend it. <laughs> I, that's what I was waiting on. I thought you were. <laughs> but uh, Cesaro comes out and says that uh, Miz belongs in the movie Jackass. <laughs> you know, which I thought that was that was fun. Oh, yeah, it was. Come fun. on, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought that was funny. Cesaro needs to stop talking and just uppercut people. Yeah. No more talking. Yeah. No him. more talk. But the thing of it is, is like like the business character now is getting to me. is getting worse with the whole movie quotes. Yeah. And stuff. It's like stop enough with that, you know. And then and then Cesaro started doing it. He's like, go ahead, and make my day. Come, no. Yeah. No, yeah. You're yeah. right. It's like to, for Cesaro. No. Just do your uppercut. You're good. So <laughs> yeah. uh, Miz tries to sneak attack Cesaro. He blocked it, and then he was going to give him the spin around thing, and then. Uh, Maurice laid on top of uh, the Miz, preventing Cesaro to do it. Um, and then Cesaro was pretty much holding the IC belt. Now, we're going to talk about our little uh, predictions later on in the show, but, you know, I don't like where this is going, with, especially for Cesaro. You know, I, I don't think he's losing his uh, mojo as far as being a, a, a face, but I don't like the direction. I don't. I- I got a prediction that'll maybe change your mind on the whole thing. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So now we'll go straight on to the main event. It was Roman Reigns versus Del Rio. It was a decent match. Uh, nothing great. You know, it did look like Del Rio was controlling that match, though. You oh, know, yeah, absolutely. He, he was definitely controlling mm-hmm. that match. Um, and that was just to get heat on himself because he wasn't getting any heat. You no. know, and that's because, you know, with the whole thing with, with Roman, it's like... You know, Del Rio's a very, very smart wrestler, and for him to be a heel, he knows how to get that heel. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the, the heat on him as a heel. Um, but uh, it just it just didn't seem like it was working. No. <laughs> so, now, did you prefer this match over Sheamus and AJ? You know what? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one. I, I'm going to have to take... Hey, uh, Seamus and AJ on that one. Bro. Really? No, yeah. I, I preferred this one uh, uh, than the, the AJ and uh, Seamus match. I really do. Uh, it was just, and, and it's only because Del Rio worked this match. And mm-hmm. can, even though it was obvious, but still, you know, I'm, I'm glad he did it with him because, like I said, Del Rio knows how to work a match and he knows how to get heat on himself. So, uh, but actually, the winner ended up being Roman Reigns. But towards the end of the match, Gallows and Anderson. Was on top of the stage again, watching at first, and then went in and attacked Reigns. Uh, AJ Styles comes out, basically telling them guys to leave him alone, get away, and then he gets a Superman punch from Roman. Uh, then An- Anderson and Gallows comes back in. Uh, Roman starts Superman punching them, and then uh, all of a sudden AJ comes in with a flying forearm on on Roman. End of Raw. They showed him laid out like that. Laid out. And. Uh, uh, man, you know, 
I don't know what to think of it. Uh, it was it was a good setup, I guess. I mean, what do you, what do you think? I mean, I think it was just so obvious uh, from the beginning of Raw that the League of Nations were all going to lose their matches. Yeah. Um, I think you could have surprised us, made Roman lose because of the Bullet Club, or made AJ lose because of the Usos or Reigns or something like along those lines. Right. Because it was just so obvious. Um, I didn't like. I didn't like the way they headed into payback. I get it. You want to give them some positive uh, oomph behind them going right. into payback, but I wasn't a big fan of it. I didn't really enjoy this one. About how it how it ended? Yeah, the oh. whole the whole show. the setup or yeah. the setup. Yeah, the setup. Going to pay to, uh, payback. What do, you, yeah. what do you think, JoJo? I mean. Well, usually you know how you know one one week you know the one guy gets the gets the better end of the S guy, and then next week the other yeah. guy gets the better. You know, I think it could end better, like Rick said. Um, the best part about that was AJ giving the elbow, uh, flying elbow to Roman, that laid him awesome. out. So, yeah, that was awesome. But I, I think a, a loss on Roman Reigns' part would have been beneficial. You know, that would have spooched up the storyline a little bit. I think too. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to think of the scenario for them to. Well, you could have had the League of Nations come out, mm-hmm. jump Roman Reigns, right? Then the Usos come out, jump, uh, beat down the League of Nations, and then the Bullet Club come out, beat down them, and AJ, you could have had a melee. You could have everybody yeah. in the ring at the same time yeah. heading into this pay-per-view. But I think they're still trying to uh, have Gallows and Anderson more still of a, of a heel. So yeah. to have the League of Nations come out, then it would that would have them leaning more towards being a baby face if that yeah, happened. Yeah, but that would lead in your head you'll start to think, wait, are they face? Are they heels? And then as soon as they attack the Usos, then you're like, okay, they're heels again. Right, yeah. No, okay, you're right. I can see it that way too, but I don't know. To me, it's just that whole angle right now is just a little bit confusing. Yeah, I mean, I, I know by payback, you know, it's all going to come into, you know, to to, you know, what the bottom line is and what's going on with it, but Right now, to me, it's just a little bit too confusing. Just too confusing for me. So, I don't know. Well, it is time. It is time for Rick Serrano third Wrestling Joke of the Week. Welcome back to Rick Serrano's Wrestling Joke of the Week. Brought to you by Unwelcome Greetings. The greeting cards for the internet generation. Today's joke is, what did CM Punk say to Adam Copeland when Adam Copeland came on to him? No clue. Nope. I'm straight edge. (laughs) (laughs) A straight edge superstar, yeah. Get it? Adam Copeland edge, straight edge. edge. Oh, Mr. Rick, where do you get these jokes from? (laughs) All right, well, if you have a wrestling joke, Send it into our Facebook page at Wrestling POV Podcast, at Twitter at Wrestling POV, or Instagram at Wrestling POV1 using the hashtag WPOV Jokes. Wrestling Joke of the Week is brought to you by Unwelcome Greetings, where you can get internet memes in paper form, like John Cena, Damn Daniel, and more by going to unwelcomegreetings.com. All right, guys, so we got payback coming up. Let's have yep. some payback. Prediction. Yes, we will. All right, so the first match. First match, we got Kalisto versus Ryback for the United States Championship. Miguel, you coming over? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Okay. Yes. So, Kalisto versus Ryback for the United States Championship. Even though Ryback should be champion already. (laughs) I believe Ryback 
should be the champion. All right, that's a that's a good guess there, Miguel. And you know what? I have to agree with you. Thank I you, think, Mr. Tony. <laughs> I think right now it's like uh, I don't see them doing anything with Kalisto. Yeah, you know, no. it's either he's getting hurt or they don't have him wrestling anybody. You know, so I don't know if he really is hurt or, or what. What do you think, Rick? I honestly think Ryback needs this more. I mean, you can always throw Kalisto on a tag team match and no one will know the difference. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> uh, Ryback, uh, Ryback definitely needs this way more. Yeah. So, Ryback. All right, I agree with you. All right, what do you got, JoJo? Well, Miguel, I got three words for you. Feed me <laughs> more. Get him going. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He's my new spirit. Can I live with him? Can I live with George? <laughs> I think you good. I think I think Ryback finally needs to get that push he deserves. You know. But do you think by having him win the U.S. title is really going to give him that push? I think it'd be a kickstart. Yeah, kickstart to get going. I don't know. I mean, as much as I, you know, I do see Ryback winning it. I just yeah. don't think he's going to do anything for him. I really don't. I really don't. Let, but we'll we'll see who his next opponent will be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, with the rematch clause there, it's going to be against Kalisto again. So. Miguel, where are you going? Oh, I only talk about the important matches. <laughs> it's a pre-show match. <laughs> Long gone. <laughs> All right. So now we got the uh, women's championship: Charlotte versus Natalia. I'm going with Charlotte. Um, as much as I know you're, you know, you, you love uh, Bret Hart, and you want that championship to go with the Hart, but I don't see anything of that happening. Charlotte's gonna, my opinion, Charlotte wins. Do not speak for me, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> because unfortunately, I'm gonna pick Charlotte to win this match. Ooh. I don't think I would love to see Natalia win it, but I honestly think uh, Charlotte's gonna win and retain. Uh, I think Brett is gonna punch Ric Flair, <laughs> but that's uh, I think that's all we're gonna get out of the Hitman. Yeah, I love all. you, Hitman. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that's all we're gonna yeah. get out of him. All right, Jojo, who do you got? Well, I'm a Hitman fan too, but you know I see Charlotte hanging on to that belt mm-hmm. at least until SummerSlam time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then I hope they do a storyline with Sasha Banks in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be a good one. All right, so now Ziggler versus Baron Corbin. What do you guys think, Jojo? Take it away. Who do you think? Well, it's, it's this one's a difficult one to me really uh, yeah i don't know i'm kind of kind of torn mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm hoping Dolphin Ziegler, but i think brian corbin's gonna get that push really yeah i don't uh, have to go with brian on this one no I'm, I'm going straight with corbin he's gonna take it jojo was torn just like my tall Ziegler shirt <laughs> <laughs> torn up to pieces right there um, but honestly i don't know who's gonna win this match i would i I think any of them can win and still be over. Uh-huh. Honestly, I would I would like to see uh, Dolph Ziggler do it. Okay, but I, I think Corbin's going to take it, and then they're going to move him on to a, a different program. I honestly think this match can go either way, really, though. Um, and I don't think it would affect either of the guys. I think, it, I think it's going to be a good battle. I see a lot of Shawn Michaels Diesel here, but I honestly think uh, Corbin's going to get the win, unfortunately. I, and, uh, I just think that if, if Corbin loses, I think it'll hurt him. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I he's getting that push right now. Yeah, right he's now. getting a really decent push, and, and I think losing to Dolph Ziggler would hurt him. And and only because is that they I don't see even Ziggler going anywhere right now. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. It's, that's a tough call, but I, I'm still going to go with uh, Baron Corbin. Yeah. So. 
All right, so now Enzo and Big Cass versus the Vaude Villains. Yeah. You know, as much as I want to see Enzo and Big Cass win, that's who I'm picking. So. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> but I, th- that is my pick. But for some reason, I got a little thing, a little bird telling me that they want the main event to be, you know, for the tag titles, the Villains versus the um, uh, New Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you guys think? Uh, well, I, I think uh, I think uh, the Villains are going to win this match. And uh, I think the Dudleys will have something to do with it. Uh, mess with Enzo and Cass. Um, oh. Yeah, Villains are going to win. And New Day is going to have a field day with them. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. And I can honestly see the Boy Villains winning the titles. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, that's pretty spot on what I was going to say. You know, I'm uh, a big fan of these new guys and Zone Cash. Yeah. But, you know, I think the Dough is going to come in, ruin their chances. Mess it up. And then it's going to be Von Villains against the New Day. Much as I hate to say it, but that's <laughs> that's what I feel like it's gonna happen. So, yeah, I think the Von Villain, I think the Von Villain act would have worked like before pre Nitro days, you know. Pre, oh wow, you know, like in the eighties, yeah. you know, Hulk Hogan <laughs> days. Way, I think that I think that act would have worked just fine. It you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of the Vaude Villains, nah. but I think, you know, the hot tag team right now is Enzo and Big oh, Cass, yeah. so why would you stop there, you know, why would this stop that rush for, you know, but mm-hmm. I have to agree, I want, my pick is still going to be Enzo and Big Cass, but for some reason, the Little Birds telling me no. Yeah, I hope they win, I'd like to see it. Yeah, I I, just, and I think they would do a good program, too, with mm-hmm. the New Day, so, you know, it, because to me, honestly, even though New Day, yeah, they they are good. Right now, they're on a roll, so to speak. But mm. they haven't really been defending those titles a lot. I'm sorry. No. They, they've had them since last year, since SummerSlam. Did they even I, defend them? No, they haven't defended them since WrestleMania. No, no they, 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 they did. They did. They didn't even defend them in WrestleMania. No, they didn't. Yeah. Not at WrestleMania, but I think the day Jeez. after they did, right? Did they? So, yep. Yeah, oh. on that Monday Raw, they did, but... That was kind of self-explaining. I mean, we kind of knew, you know, yeah, but yeah. they're going to still win. But to me, it's like they haven't really did a storyline to where they need to defend that title. Right. And I just, you know, and it's all because they're on this uh, new kick with them. And, uh, you know, they're getting really popular now. So. New kick with the bootios. Yeah, the bootios. I'm, don't even get me started <laughs> on that. <laughs> I, will, I still refuse. <laughs> Didn't I see a box of them somewhere no. when I came in? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> no. No. God, no. <laughs> right next to the chocolate milk. <laughs> right next to the chocolate milk, yeah. I get it confused with my chocolate cocoa puffs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, uh, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. I see Kevin Owens coming out on top, but this will, I think this is going to be the match, one of the match of the day, the night, so to speak. What as, do you guys think? As far as wrestling, yeah. I mean, but I still, I still see Kevin Owens coming on top because, you know, he... Right now, he's probably the top heel in the company. Yeah, with Bray Wyatt gone, so yeah. I, I don't, I don't see him losing. No. All right, Rick, what do you think? I, I think finally the the regular fan who watches monthly or whatever finally saw the battle between Zayn and Kevin Owens. We finally got the backstory to it, mm-hmm. um, and you get hyped for this match. I'm very excited for this match. I honestly do think it's going to be the match of the night. I don't know where to go with it. Uh, I'm going to say. <laughs> Kevin Owens wins, but it could go either way, and I think this is going to be the first of many pay-per-views where oh, we're going to see these guys God, fight. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right now, I kind of dig the fact, too, 
that there's none of them have a title. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. so you know what I'm saying. I that's what I like the most about this feud, and it's weird to say it that way too. But that's to me, I I like it without no title involved. You know, because then the whole dynamic of you know, like if let's just say if Kevin Owens was the champion, if he lost, then they would be a part two. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then if he gained it back, there'll be a part three. Because then now you know, it would have been back and forth that way. And to me, it's not nothing special, but right. just the history between these two guys. I think it was it's more than enough to get a feud going with these two. And you're right, Rick. It's definitely not going to end that payback. Right. But I do see Kevin Owens winning, and I do see something else happening within that. And I just uh, that's one feud though that I do want to see keep going. Yeah, yes. you know what I'm saying. You know how sometimes you see a feud, it's like, oh, well, we're gonna see another one. You know, and it's obvious they one. work together, so they know each other. Oh, so yeah. you know it's going to be a good match because they know each other's moves. Yeah. So you know it's going to be a good performance on both their parts. Oh yeah, but I, I still see Kevin Owens on top. All right, so now Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho. <laughs> Oh boy, um, I'm I'm going with Dean only because if I see Jericho win, that totally is going to discredit Dean, in my opinion. Yeah. As much as Jericho is a legend, <laughs> yeah, in yeah. his own right, but I just don't. If he wins, it's going to be damaging to Dean. I think Ambrose can't lose another match. He, he can't. can't. He can't. He's You're been, right. He's been losing month after month, week after week. And as much as I am starting to dislike Ambrose, he has <laughs> to win, man. He has to. Yeah. There's no other way. So you going for Ambrose? Ambrose. Okay. <laughs> well, as much as I want to say Dean Ambrose, <laughs> I think Jericho's on a roll. You know, it's showed in the last couple of weeks here on Raw. You know, with him giving the uh, cold break around the table there last yeah. week. So I, I got to go with Jericho. All right. Now, let, let me ask you guys a question. And this is going off of this a little bit. Do you guys think that wins and losses matter? No, I don't think not, so. Not in this era. Not, yeah, really? exactly. Yeah, not in this era. Not like you used to. Hmm. Not like in the Goldberg days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, the reason why I'm saying that is because even when they brought in Rusev, obviously it was it was a big yeah, deal. Yeah, He was undefeated for how long? And they always threw that in our face. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I think wins and losses do mean something. You know, I mean, yeah, nowadays it kind of doesn't, but... I just wish that it did meant something, you know, because yeah. now you look at, you know, like I said, you go back in the day where S.D. Jones, he was probably one of the biggest, mm-hmm. you know, jobber slash carpenters out there. Yeah. But, you know. Brooklyn brawler. But he, yeah, he's, and he's <laughs> another one, too. But at the same time, you always wanted him to win because he barely won. <laughs> you felt bad. You, know, you felt bad. You were like, I want him to win this poor guy. But, you know, it just brings a... What was that dude's name that used to smack his back? Oh, Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz. Yeah. Barry Horowitz. I always wanted Barry Horowitz. <laughs> I think he did win one match. And he at, did. At the end of his career. Yeah. yeah, it was towards the end of his career. Yeah. He did win. It. I was like, what? Line. Yeah. yeah. And he beat up like a really top wrestler. Yeah, I, yeah. I got I to gotta look that up. I got to see who that is. He's probably won for like 500 or something. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but you see what I mean, though? So that's why I, I, I honestly think that they really do need to bring back, you know, or make the wins and losses count. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, and, and I'm going to agree with what you said uh, on a previous podcast, Rick, where you said that, you know, hey, if you lose your title, you go at the end of the line. There's no rematch, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm siding more with that. 
Um, and only because, yeah, it should count because now you got to work your way up. Mm-hmm. Somebody else is taking over, and that way they can find out who their top star is. Right now, from what the IWC is looking is that they're, they're the internet wrestling community is that they're throwing Roman Reigns in our face. Yes. And it does kind of look like that. It really mm. does. But, you know, just go with a, a win-loss thing where it matters now. So that's it, that's my And I think you can build a good storyline around that. Yeah, you you can. know, like Rusev and the Goldberg, you know, but they just they just don't do it anymore. No. No. And then, yeah, well, with Goldberg, it's like, you know, wow, who's going to be Goldberg? Who's going to beat him? Oh, my God. You know, yeah. and, then, and then when it finally came down to it, it was like, oh, my God, no way. Yeah, right, right. I love the shock value of it. Yeah. They just don't do it. But I don't know. Maybe they, they'll hear this and they'll change their mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the IC belt, the Miz versus Cesaro. Honestly, I don't see Cesaro winning it. As much as I hate the Miz, it's going to be the Miz and it's going to be interference with uh, his wife. Well, my prediction is it's going to be the Miz to win, but I think maybe we see Rusev. Get involved with Cesaro, and they start squaring off. That's mm. a good one. Yeah, I can. Okay, I'm I'm hoping Cesaro. Really? I I think he I think he deserves it. Mm-hmm. I think he deserves and a he good does. push. Yeah, he does. He, he he absolutely does. His swing and his popularity, Cesaro section. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I I'm hoping he wins, but it, it's going to be tough. Yeah, but I, I just don't see it happening now, especially with Maurice back. Yeah, Miz is hot right now. Yeah, he's got the hot hand right now, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't really see I don't I don't see Cesaro winning. I'm sorry. It's, that's a tough one for it, me. It is. All right, so now the main event. Now this main event. At the end of who we're going to think is going to win or lose, we're going to do a major prediction mm-hmm. on this main event and who we think it's going to, what's going to happen. So obviously it's Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles. I, I'm tossed up in the air to be honest <laughs> on who's going to win this match, but I think, and this is my major prediction. Um, I obviously Gallows and Anderson is going to interfere, and the. Um, uh, the Usos are going to come in and help out too. I think there's going to be some kind of turn here where I, and I'm going to go with this because there's so many things that can happen, but I'm going to go with this one. I think Doc Gallows and Anderson are going to turn on AJ and AJ Roman Reigns is going to win that way. That That's my prediction that Doc and Anderson are going to turn on him because of what happened in New Japan. And they're still wanting that feud to go on, and that's what that's that's the route I'm going with, Rick. All right, I'm gonna go with Roman Reigns wins on the account that Luke Gallows and Anderson turn on AJ to form the Roman Empire. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, I do too. I like that. But where does that leave the Usos? The Usos are gonna get beat down, and Roman's gonna come in like Roman will be there, and Uh he's gonna end up spearing both Usos. Ooh. That would be that would be good. Yeah. I like that one. What about you, George? Well, I'm, I'm going to go right, right along with the same guy, uh, regards you guys because I think I think Roman is due for a uh, a turn, and the only way it's going to happen if he really beats down AJ Styles with help with the help of Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. So uh, yeah, I'm going Roman on this one all the way because it's about time. <laughs> They, they, yeah, they they gotta turn them. Yeah, because if they don't, they can't keep shoving the baby face at down the WWE fans' not, throats. Not so, as yeah. far as it go with him goes. No, and and, and the, you never know the Usos might join. I, I might. I'll just put this out there: the Usos might join in with Luke Gallows and Arne 
and Carly Anderson. Then they could be like a whole big stable. Oh. A big Roman Empire, like uh, Rick said. That's hmm. pretty cool. You know? Yeah. That, that, wow. So we could have two That's turns, you know? I also was thinking, I saw somebody this. What if Roman Reigns wins and he has the Bullet Club join him, and then AJ down the line gets the former Shield members? <laughs> See, I don't know, because if they turn, turn Roman, I think somewhere down the line. It's going to be a Seth Rollins Roman Reigns match with Seth Rollins a baby face. Yeah, I think when yeah, absolutely when Seth Rollins comes yeah. back, he is going to be yeah. a baby face. But I think it all depends on what happens this Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that has a lot to do with it. And obviously WWE knows what's going to happen um, to keep everybody guessing. But yeah, I mean the three predictions here. One of them is bound to happen, but again, none of it could happen. Right. It's happened before. Right. None of it could happen. So, all right. So, those are our predictions for payback this Sunday. Rick, you want to bring Miguel in? He's got some news for us, right? Yeah. Miguel, come on over. Okay, okay. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> okay, people. I want you to tune in on YouTube, on our YouTube page, Wrestling POV Podcast, where there's a new episode of Cold Street Corner, episode 4, at Union Square Park. It's so cool. It's so much fun. We interview people. I found the man. His name is Mr. L.A. He loves Ryback, just like me. Oh, my goodness. And we even gave out some prizes. It was so nice. Also, this Sunday, we're going to have the SmackDown Breakdown. Wait, I just said that, and it's up here, right next to me. Oh, my goodness. The SmackDown Breakdown on our Facebook page, Wrestling POV Podcast. And it'll be right before Payback, so you find out what happened on SmackDown. So that's why we call it SmackDown Breakdown. Get it? Breakdown? Yeah, that's what we do. Very All right, good. Miguel, enough with the coffee, man. <laughs> you gave him coffee? I, I made a mistake. Oh, so. Jesus. <laughs> Alright, so I think that wraps up the show for today. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with... The Iceman, Jojo. And the third wheel... Rick Serrano, the third... And our intern... Miguel Pope. Adios! <laughs> Love, peace, and hair grease. We'll see you next week. <laughs>